come celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Jump in the VR simulators to ride Santa's jet-powered sleigh. Or fly over frozen landscape in the Great Glacier Race. Enjoy special deals and discounts at the museum store and cafe every Saturday in December from 3 to 5. And bring your out-of-town friends and family, too, because admission and parking are free. Celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum. A full list of holiday fun is at usarmymuseum.org. That's usarmymuseum.org. Sometimes you just need to kick back, relax, and check in on things in life that affect us every day without adding too much controversy while still focusing on the challenges and joys of everyday life. We've got a show for you about everything from health, life, love, and wealth. Let's wrap up your Saturday with sensible, engaging talk about the topics you missed during the week. This is Alexandra and Friends. Hi, this is Alexandra with my friends Courtney and uh, V, and we're here today listening to wonderful speaker that Courtney and V invited to come and visit with us, and we want to thank you for listening to our show. Without you, we don't have a show, and then uh, we don't have a, a sponsor, so let us know if you want to sponsor our show or do some advertisement. So, what's going she on? She started on fire today. I know. Already asking Hey, for everybody. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> she is on fire. What's going on? Why are you so on fire today, Alexandra? Well, because we're coming to the end of the year, and I hope yeah. 2021 <laughs> we can take our masks off. We can't take this anymore. <laughs> 2020. Well, I was talking to Courtney today on our way here. And we are talking about 2020, and she was like, that was a hard year, yada, yada, yada. And I agree, it was a hard year. It's been a hard year. But you know what? At the end of the day, we all keep our jobs. We have everybody healthy, close to us. So we need to see as a a great year. We survived. And I had a tremendous year, so I can't complain. So work is good. Um, I think the, the impediment of all this is that we're not used to being told what to do. <laughs> That's I think the three of us would agree that we're not fans of being told what to do. So That's, it's I, been it's been a struggle for sure. And I think a lot of missed opportunities, but I think a lot of good has come out of things that have forced us into quarantine and spending time with our families and learning how to redefine our business. And, and it, there's been good. I mean, yeah. it has been good. So I think about, remember when quarantine first started and we put that, webinar on the internet and we were we were so clueless on how to to show that on social media and how to do zoom calls and crazy things were happening on zoom calls (laughs) so i mean we've come a long way and i think just watching the kids be able to adapt i think that that's been good i'm you know i hope everyone gets to stay in school and we get going in the right direction for 2021 and we can resume some sense of normalcy but we need to wrap up december with a grateful heart and try to put in place I guess, all the things that we need to do to have a successful 2021. Well, and talking about a successful 2021 and wrap up everything, what a great show we had last week with Emmy. Oh, she was was outstanding. We could could literally sit here and talk with her for hours and hours and hours. And then she'd she'd send us a pretty big bill. (laughs) Well, I think we need to have her back and continue on probate because I think that's one of the biggest things that we have. And, you know, on a show like ours, I think we're bringing such great, outstanding speakers uh, that sometimes it might be benefit to them, to us and to the public that bring them back. And I think probate is going to be a very important. I was speaking with her because we do a lot of uh, webinars together, 
trying to explain to people how important it is to have everything in place. And we always ended up the webinars when everybody uh, disconnect. We, we talk about probate. And I mean, I need to laugh because at the end of the day is hilarious. It's sad for people who goes to probate, but it's it's crazy. It's crazy. At the end of the day, families spend more money with lawyers and they spend a lot of time fighting just because they don't have things in place. Mm -hmm. So it's, but it was a great, great, great show. And, you know, I think that people don't realize, but death brings the worst in the families. It is so sad because that's when the brothers and the sisters and it, it just, honestly, if you don't have a will, you should, you should be because that's when you destroy the whole family. Mm -hmm. yeah. Don't you agree, Courtney? I agree. Well, she actually touched upon some really interesting things as far as the, the revocable trust. And that kind of takes the guesswork out of everything, right? It just puts it as plain as day as to who gets what. And so that's something that I've spoken to my parents about to be able to have that in place and not have to deal with probate on the back end. I mean, my mom has a will. Are you the only child? I am, which I guess would make it easy as pie, but... According to Amy, it could still cost me a lot of money just to get something that my mother stated that is rightfully mine when she passes. So, but anyways, enough of all this death talk. Yes, okay. let's talk about fun. Let's fun talk about things. the holidays. Yes, let's talk about the holidays. Oh, she's saying that because she already bought all her you gifts and keep she telling wrapped people that all I, the gifts. You know, so and this is so. I'm not trying to brag. It's been a rough. Christmas, you know, we've got that side photo booth company and we do a ton of business in November, December for all the holiday parties, which COVID has completely shut down. So, you know, we don't have the extra money to buy uh, all the all the fun things this year. So I did a very minimal Christmas and I got it out of the way my last paycheck and it's done. It's all wrapped and it's done. Well, and I think you, you're going to appreciate one thing is that a lot of people are doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I... um. I expect for the community to start changing their habits of going out and spending so much money. But then our bis our commercial side is, is in trouble. Right. So, you know, we have to look at all these things. I understand that uh, J.C. Penney just moved out of their um, of oh, their, their headquarters? headquarters. Oh, wow. During the night in uh, Plano. That is going to be tremendous. They just moved out uh, like this weekend. So I think... I think we we are in a in a time in our lifetime where we we are having to learn uh, the our mom and pop shops are yes. doing buy away. local please uh, buy local buy local so you know I, now I don't usually buy Christmas gifts but I went and stopped by some little I went to the dollar store and picked up some things just for the neighbors that I don't even know yet because I just moved there but. I think it's going to be very difficult for all of us. I agree. Getting, you know, for Hanukkah, I always try to buy something for all the people that I know. And it's just, uh, I think our small businesses are the ones that are suffering because they don't have the the availability of buying through mm -hmm. websites and all this. Mm -hmm. so. Talking about website, what is your web page? Alexander and Friends on Facebook. We also have an email, alexanderandfriends660 at gmail.com. And I and I think that we have uh, all our information there. If you need to get hold of us, yes, message yes. us, like yes. our page, V Courtney and Alexandra. Yes, 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 yes. And if you need our business, we're there for you. Mm -hmm. Insurance, financial, or real estate. So but, tell. Well, we're going to say V. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, you go. You well, go. listen, I'm going to go. go. So <laughs> we celebrate Christmas. Alexandra, you are Jewish. Yes. And so you I don't think. celebrate Christmas. Well, let me put it this way: I married 
Gentile. I shouldn't say that, but I, I married a Gentile. <laughs> but it's true. Yes, it's true. But so I, <laughs> so I, uh, I, so I learned how to celebrate both. So through my lifetime, I, I celebrate, but we celebrate Hanukkah. And people ask, well, what is Hanukkah? Well, it's not, it, a lot of people call it, is it like Christmas? No, it's not like Christmas. It's the uh, festival of lights for us. Uh, we light candles, we pray, we do food, and we, get, we do gifts. But uh, it's not like Christmas, so, but it's, it's a fun time for us. But for Christmas, you know, then I start have, enjoying the Christmas mm-hmm. holiday, too, because my son and my grandkids and my husband, they're all, you know, non-Jewish, but, which is kind of hard on that. What are you getting Fred for Christmas? What's he asking for this year? Oh, my God. It's so hard. I think Santa will have a problem this year because our plans are to go to Brazil. I hope and pray that the airlines and everything keeps going because I'm really homesick. I usually see my mom two or three times a year. And uh, last time I saw her, of course, I talk to her every single day, but last time I saw her in person was July of 2019. Wow. Because wow. we had plans to go this year and then go. She was coming in March and then COVID happened. And then I was going in July. COVID happened. So I really hope to go in December. And the first question that Fred asked me was like, Mom, there is no uh, fireplace at Grandma's house. Brazil, we have no fireplace. So how Santa is coming? I was like, it's okay. He's smart. He's going to send your gift through the window. And then he was like, okay, Mommy, I want this Paw Patrol tower. But the box is huge. So I have no idea how I'm going to take this with me to Brazil. And for me to buy this in Brazil is super expensive. So... I'm trying to to see what I'm going to do and see if he changed his mind again about what he wants. But, yeah. And you were talking about Christmas and buy stuff and, and all that fun stuff. For me, it was a sh- was shock. It was the, a reality shock when uh, we first moved here and I saw people doing Christmas shopping and buying and buying and buying because in our country is different. First, because... Everything costs a way more, okay? And gifts and everything, it's really expensive. And we never had this culture of getting gifts for everybody. So that was, was different for me, you know? And one thing that I remember was Fred, once he, we went to a, a house one of my friends, and he saw a lot of gifts close to the tree. And then he come back and he was like, Mommy, why we don't have a lot of gifts? And I was like, well just because it's different, you know? So I was trying to explain to him, and and, and I think it's amazing uh, the possibility that people have here in America to to buy stuff, especially because you can buy things with a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, you know, and, and be able to, to give the gifts and be able, but most important, to be there for them, you mm-hmm. know? It's just a, a reality. I'm trying to get used to. Well, I years. wrap everything. So when you see yeah. our presents, there's a single pair of underwear. You get one set of sock here, the other set in the other package, and we just wrap it so it looks like there's a lot. But I just I like I like the kids having something to open, you know, because yeah. you open a couple presents and that's great. But I just I like watching them open stuff, you know. And sometimes, you know, now it's just the running joke. My oldest daughter had asked. Um, honestly, this year, I need the thing that you get us every year that I've complained about. I need underwear and I need socks. And I was like, well, great, because you're getting it. So, <laughs> I mean, I think it's just, 
you know, as they get older, they appreciate all the little yeah. trinkety stuff and the things that you need. And, and that's how I treat Christmas is you get all the things that, you know, you have, I guess, accumulated on your want list throughout the year within reason. Right. Yeah. And and you need a new pair of sneakers. That's going to be a Christmas present. You need new clothes. It's going to be a Christmas present. And that's just where I make up for it. So. So who's coming today? We have Rob Rell with Equilibrium Co- Coaching. Equilibrium Coaching. Here I go again. I cannot speak. Who asked me to do this radio show? I can't even talk. <laughs> you sound amazing. Oh, I think well, I you. think you're probably going to start having offers pretty soon oh, to, I'm come sure. and, and to come and be, uh, to do some of the mm-hmm. shows. Mark so, Davis, here she comes. <laughs> yeah. So we actually, both V and I know him. He is in a business networking group that we're a part of, and we've become fast friends. And he is just a great person. He's very encouraging and positive, and he's got some great tools to help people with their mental fitness and he's going to talk with us about that so we'll be right back with rob well and this is courtney v and alexander with alexander and friends Now, Alexandra and Friends presents questions with the sponsor. Here is Alexandra with Roberto Perez of Miller Title. Roberto, what is a title company? Why should I close on a title company? A title company is necessary to handle a transfer of real estate transactions. So it could either be commercial or residential. And we basically make sure everything in the transaction goes per the contract. To learn more about Miller Title and Roberto Perez, go to MillerTitleTX.com. Welcome back. This is Alexandra and Friends 660 The Answer. This show is brought to you by Miller Title, Roberto Perez. So we're here together with V, Courtney, and a very wonderful speaker by the name of Rob Royal. Rob Not Rob Well. Can you introduce him to us? Yes, I can. I'm so excited Rob Rell is with us. He is with Equilibrium Coaching, and he guides business leaders and small and medium-sized businesses to build their mental fitness and achieve balance in all part of their lives. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Oh, thank you all for having me. I'm excited. So let's talk about what Rob does, and I think this is so interesting. So we actually had a meeting, and he... He has kind of helped me dig a little bit deeper into my personality, and we're going to talk a little bit and post the links on our Facebook, Alexander and Friends, just about how we sabotage ourselves in in everyday life and how we talk ourselves out of all the things that we could be doing, that we should be doing. And a big part of it is mental fitness. And just like with physical exercise, it's something you need to train those mind muscles to do all the things that we know we should be doing, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's it's just starting from that concept of it's very much like physical fitness, right? It's like physical fitness is something that love it or not love it so much. It's like you, you kind of have to do it. Yeah, you kind of have to do it to keep up the muscle mm-hmm. and keep it going. And I, all you really have to do to understand saboteurs is just look like look at what people are posting, not just today, but for forever really much on social media. It's like it tends to skew more towards the negative. Mm-hmm. And that's what mental fitness about. It's a mental fitness is about is just recognizing how we approach life's challenges and mental fitness is approaching them more from a positive perspective than from the typical negative perspective supported in society today. Awesome. So tell me, 
talk to me a little bit about your story and how you got into being a part of these business leaders' everyday lives. Uh, well, I, I came from the business world. I had 30 years in corporate America uh, from everything from Fortune 500 companies all the way up to Fortune 10 companies. A lot of that was in the technology world, and some of that, the last probably 10, 15 years of that, was in the sales part of that te- technology world. Like I like to say, I was the techie geek on the sales team, helping people to understand what they could do. Um, but yeah, it's a, from there, it's like I just realized that there was really more to life than just what was happening in the corporate world and that I had maybe some insight into myself that I could share with other people. And since then, for about the last four or five years, I've been uh, working on myself in that sense, like in a coaching capacity, upping my skills and in that process found something I kind of knew inherently. And I think we all know inherently is this concept of mental fitness, Mm -hmm. which really gives structure to uh, what you brought up, this concept of saboteurs. And that's this negative energy of the personality. And then the other side of that is the sage positive energy of the Mm -hmm. personality. So building the muscle is about recognizing that part, that that saboteur when it's happening with you and then having a way, a methodology to be able to shift into more of a sage perspective. So what does sage mean? Sage, uh, without going into the dictionary definition of it, sage is really that powerful part of yourself. Some people call it inner leader. Some people call it um, uh, your inner captain. It's like whatever language works for you. It's that positive part of you, that empowered part of you that makes powerful decisions, decisions that are aligned with your values and your beliefs. It's that part of you. So then go ahead. No, you go. I've I've cut you (laughs) off once already today. You go. It's okay. Uh, Rob, I saw that you're doing a fundraising and your Mm -hmm. fundraising says I'm fundraising so that more people of color can access high quality coaching and leader development. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Sure. Oh, thank you for asking. Um, yeah, it's, it's something near and dear to my heart is, uh, I, well, one of the things as a coach, uh, almost every coach shaves off part of their hours, their day to, uh, donate. Um, to uh, to offer on a pro bono basis to people that uh, that need it. And with everything that's going on in the world today, this was a friend of mine started a company or a 4013C. Did I get that right? 501 or 401? 501. 501C. Thank you. Uh, 401K. <laughs> that's it. So 501C. So a charitable organization called Coaching for Everyone. You can find them at coachingforeveryone.com. And the idea is to serve underserved communities, predominantly people of color, black communities, indigenous, people like that, that traditionally don't have access to things like coaching. Uh, Coaching quite often is seen as something for people of privilege. And uh, so, yeah, it's like it's something near and dear. It's like I signed up for the founders organization there that's helping to raise right now. There's part of us that we're looking to raise $50,000 between. Well, we're about halfway there. But between now and uh, the beginning of December, to to help support that organization, to bring funds to, I mean, you know, any any organization requires funds to run, and to maybe provide some stipends to some coaches that can also use that support. And you're gonna guys gonna find the, all the information about to how to participate on the fundraiser and how to contact Rob in our Facebook page, yes. Alexander and Friends. Rob, 
let me ask you a question. How are you getting your information out to the um, underserved communities that you work with? Since you're mentioning this. Yeah. Um, the, for me personally, it's through my friends like V and Courtney and uh, other people I know uh, through Facebook, through my LinkedIn. Uh, and then just asking people, it's like, if it's something that you find fits with you, please make a donation and share with your friends and family as well. It's like that's that's the positive power of what social media can do for us. So can I ask you a personal question? Always. What's your fee? What's my fee? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it's a, I, my fee is uh, we've had this conversation, the two ladies and I. It's a, I, my fee I don't generally advertise because it's, a, it's like putting the cart before the horse. Uh, most people don't uh, have knowledge of what coaching is in the first place mm-hmm. and then specifically to know what coaching is with me and how I might be different from everybody else. So it's like I will offer a free coaching session, an hour-long coaching session to somebody that is interested so they can get that flavor, and then we'll talk about fees and prices. And I think that Rob made a good point when we had met not too long ago, and and sometimes it's got to be a good match on both ends, right? Correct. I mean, anybody can go to a a, a coach, right? But if it's not a good match, what are you going to get from that? And I think Rob is very transparent when he offers those initial consultations and and tries to dig deeper to see what benefit is he going to be for that person? Are they going to be receptive to it? Are they going to be a good fit? Are your ideals something that can positively affect them? Yeah. So I think that that's, that's good, and I appreciate the transparency. Um, what did I do the other day, the saboteur, saboteur assessment? assessment. Yeah. Yes. And and I think in the beginning I told you that I kind of knew where I was already, and and <laughs> and there were some things that came about it. But when you see in black and white what your saboteurs are, it makes you step back and and take a little look in the mirror and say, maybe I need to dial it down a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. maybe I need to tone down what I'm doing, and maybe I need to ramp up this part of my life that I haven't really considered because you get on that one track mind train and you just keep going thinking that's the right way because you seek positive results, but then you're missing all of these other opportunities that are kind of passing you by because you're not looking at the big picture. And I think that that's great what Rob can offer and help open up that door to people. So yeah. And using that metaphor, it's like, thank you for opening that door. It's like the, the thing. So what mental fitness really brings is the structure that there are 10 saboteurs that all would live within all of us, that saboteur part of our personality. We have first and foremost is the judge, which is the main saboteur. And if you think about it, we can all pretty much identify with that. That's where everything starts. It's like you make a judgment about yourself, about others, about what's going on around you, right? Mm-hmm. So the uh, And then the other nine are what we call accomplice saboteurs. So the assessment that Courtney took and that she so thankfully brought up, it gives you some visibility into where you are. And part of it is understanding that each of the saboteurs, there's no judgment there uh, as to whether they're good or bad. It's just how you use or overuse mm-hmm. them. They all come with some gifts, but we look at like, so one of them is hyperachiever. And it's like, and how many of us know somebody that it's like, but that's the thing that drives me. And that's the thing that makes me successful and those kinds of things. And that negative saboteur energy quite often le- can lead to success, mm-hmm. but does it always lead to success with happiness and fulfillment? Mm-hmm. At every moment of every day. How what? do you spell saboteur? Saboteur. S-A-B-T-E-U-R? No. Or T-U-R? I think there's an A in there. S-A-B-A-T-E-U-R. Like the producer is given. Yes. Thank yeah, you. there you go. So can you tell us what that means? Uh, sure. Uh, if somebody's listening to 
to us in the show and they're wondering what that what means. Can we means. go over the 10 saboteurs? Uh, sure. I don't know. Is that, I, tell me. Uh, we can. It's like, well, actually, so the base concept, let's start there. So the base concept of saboteur, it's, again, it's that part of us, that part of us that, um, that sabotages us, that sabotages the better things that we want to do. So most people, thank you for bringing that up. It's like, it's, they understand that concept of sabotage, right? Mm -hmm. Especially in the business world, right? We self-sabotage quite often. And it comes from many different places, but usually from one or maybe a couple of the saboteurs. Uh, but to give you some examples, we talked about the judge. There's also uh, mentioned the, the hyperachiever, the stickler, the pleaser. So the one that always wants to say yes to everything, usually at a detriment. I, that's me. <laughs> it's, it's like it, that I usually want to serve people so much that I, myself and my needs get left behind. Uh, but there's, um, let's see, stickler, hyperachiever, the hypercritical, uh, the, I feel like the, this is just you describing me <laughs> with the exception of the pleaser. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't, that's more V. I don't think. even start. Well, it is. Don't you. even start. She's just the, don't I mean, but even you start. need to have people like that because uh, she'd do anything for anybody at any yeah. given point. I mean, that's, right. well, they, they, so it, there's n again, there's no judgment, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, it's just understanding that the, it's the hyper achiever, right? The achiever part of that is, has good benefits and gifts to you. Mm -hmm. It's the hyper part of it, right? That's the negative energy. Well, on the, so what do we have on the sage side of it? It's bringing think concepts like curiosity and empathy and purpose mm -hmm. to life within you. Now, now, if you think about that, and I just get goosebumps thinking about this, right? It's like if I came from that achiever perspective, doing it from purpose and empathy and giving. Well, and we are going to have a break right now. Yeah. And I just want you to start thinking about the question, Rob. Mm -hmm. 2020, and you were being talking with a lot of people. What was the biggest struggle for people in 2020? You're listening to Alexander and Friends on 660 AM, The Answer. Join us back here with Alexander V, myself, and our awesome guest, Rob Ruff. And now Alexandra and Friends presents questions with the sponsor. Here is V with Roberto Perez of Miller Title. What type of title do buyers get? Ah, hello, your accent. Um, buyers get a warranty deed. So it's not like a car title, right? Where you get like a blue title. It's just uh, literally a piece of paper, but it's called a warranty deed. To learn more about Miller Title and Roberto Perez, go to MillerTitleTX.com. Welcome back. This is Alexandra with Alexandra and Friends 660 The Answer. And I'm here with with V and Courtney and Rob <laughs> Ruel, who is a guest of Courtney and V's and Alexandra and Friends. <laughs> so, Rob. <laughs> yes, ma'am. These people today are on fire, guys. You have no idea. We're <laughs> v is back. back. Well, I, she is but not I know, having I us know today. you two. <laughs> and I'm getting that she's cut from the same cloth. Yes, I think so, we're all. Alexandra, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're, the they're, they're more one, and I'm kind of me, but we're kind of like 
We're a tree. Oh, we are. We are a oh, friends. Yeah. Oh, For, forces to be reckoned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And then, of course, we want to welcome our producer, who is amazing. And he is. Thanks, Mike. Thank yeah. you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. He's amazing. He's, well, ma- the he's last making time, us all look good. The last time we said that we love our producer, he <laughs> quit. So let's be quiet here, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> let's keep low profile. <laughs> so, Rob, the yes, biggest ma'am. struggle for 2020 that you're seeing with your clients and in your groups and everything. What's going on with the board? Um, it, it's I, realistically, I'm going to take it probably a little more high level. Is it this has introduced a whole lot of uncertainty for everybody across the board, right? And when uh, what uncertainty creates for a lot of people, and there's some of us, like honestly, it's like I kind of thrive in uncertainty. Like those people that love to go out and do adventure and go climb mountains and stuff. That's not me, but that's kind of the metaphor for uncertainty people. With those that don't thrive in that world, a lot of people are feeling out of control. They mm-hmm. feel like things are out of their hands and, and we see it. It's like it's a people are rebelling against the norms. And so it's really about, you know, again, sh- what is the saboteur energy Without You don't even have to necessarily name which specific saboteur it is, but what's the saboteur energy that's coming up there that's causing that, recognizing that, saying, oh, saboteur, taking a moment. So that moment is, uh, to introduce a concept, is something we call PQ reps. It's something to help you get back to your center and your core, get out of your head, drop into your body. And it's very simple as like if you take just your two fingers and slowly rub your two fingers together and bring your attention to the ridges on your fingers. My hands are smooth. <laughs> but even that, right? So bring your attention to your hands being smooth. Oh, yeah. And sit there for just as little as 10 this seconds. This is going to put me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, a, but that's yeah. that getting centered part, right? Mm-hmm. And I think more than recognize the struggle or the saboteur or whatever mm-hmm. is to have the desire and the attitude to change. Yes. You know, to, to get out of the of that bed zone and well, say no right. yes what about when covid first started and we had talked about this in the first segment you know i never thought that i would be able to work from home i was kind of against mm-hmm. it and 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 now i can't even imagine going to the office every day <laughs> yeah. seeing how much more i guess product productive i can be both personally mm-hmm. and professionally while being at home yeah um but I was against that in the beginning. I, mm-hmm. I couldn't even fathom doing that every day. And it's it's been great. And I'm sure a lot of people right. probably share a similar sentiment. I love the interaction and being with people. And I am and I like to go into the office, but um, I can get some stuff done now. I yeah. can roll out of bed and pull up the laptop and, and we're, we're good. Well, this is, this is a beautiful way to look at, you know, one of the core things. This is core to how Sage looks at things. Sage perspective is always looking for the gifts and opportunities behind everything, mm-hmm. right? And and that's it, right? For me, what I, I noticed is I, I, I took on the identity at the beginning that I was built for this. Or more importantly, I built myself for this, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was lucky I had worked from home for a number of years, so that wasn't my challenge. What really happened for me, my biggest gift and opportunity is I had been trying to do the keto diet yes, for so long. He lost so much weight on it while the rest of us over here are doing the pounds. COVID 15 wow. pound yeah. gainer thing, which right. 20, 20. Is... So, so you think about some of the things that happened when COVID first hit, right? Mm-hmm. Restaurants, mm-hmm. stores, stores, and things like that. They closed down. 
that was that was my saboteur energy trying to do keto was going out to dinner and and going and just picking up all the things that I love to eat. I just happened to have a fully stocked freezer of meats. And so that and that's really key to keto. And I just stepped into that and initially within what is it? I think I did my first run of keto was three months and had lost 20 to 25 pounds in that first three months. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, my question is uh, to you when um, are are you getting more calls from companies for you to come and, and or do Zoom with them for with the employees? Uh, that I haven't gotten a lot of them. Uh, so you imagine the dynamics, right? Companies were cutting back. And uh, like many of my coaching colleagues that had corporate contracts, it's like that was one of the first things that got mm-hmm. cut. Mm-hmm. It's seen as being a luxury. Companies are now starting to find. What is said? Because that should be the, the priority. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have your Innovative mind in business, place, if yeah. you don't have, yeah. you know, you cannot move forward and get, right. yeah 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 and the 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 opportunity for me and more specifically the coaching industry yeah. is that that's a recognition of where our value lies in corporate america today you know we may be very valuable as individuals but where you know where does it lie in their budget structure and things like that so there's an opportunity for us to go in and educate educate and to and to really you know to have conversations and that's one of the reasons I, I you know I know I keep saying this but it's like obviously mental fitness is very core to what I do and it's not my thing it's something I partner with a company called Positive Intelligence uh, that helps provide mm-hmm. me the tools and that structure and so the part of what I recognize and the power of it is that whether you go to um, a Tony Robbins program or other seminar or you read a book, how many of us has learned something amazing and go, oh, my God, mm-hmm. that was just unbelievable and did absolutely nothing with it? Well, well, I'm sorry. No, go, go ahead, Alexander. What I'd like to hear is one thing that, that you're putting across for me is the self-destruction of people themselves, mm-hmm. especially in big corporate world. Uh, you find the... Um, the happy employee and the unhappy employee. And this happy employee is destruction. The destruction is coming because everything they see is wrong. Mm-hmm. And the good, happy employee, everything is good. Yeah. So when you do presentations, do you talk, do you talk about this items about self-destruction? Yes. Yeah. It's a, is so self-destruction comes from that same place. Self-destruction, self-sabotage. self-sabotage right? So yeah. it's those saboteurs coming up again. And, you know, don't get me wrong. This isn't about going, I'm positive and no. I'm light and I'm very airy kind of person. <laughs> Poliana. You know, I don't. Poliana it's not book. The, Have you heard? Yeah. The Poliana. Uh, who? Poliana. Poliana. It's oh, a Poliana. Old, oh, Poliana. Poliana. Yeah. It's an old book that yeah. you need to be happy for everything. Right. And I was like, seriously? Right. Yeah, no. well, they, yeah so they, <laughs> it's, it's not about thinking and going, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. That's not powerful. It's going, it's shifting yourself to that sage perspective and find, when you find the gift and opportunity, even in the worst situation, then the happiness comes from that, right? That fulfillment comes from that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's right now with people working from home, I think this is very much part Mm -hmm. of the uh, self-destruction because a lot of them, it's it's becoming a mental situation. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Yes. Yeah. And it's, uh, well... You know, the thing, the, the one word that's come into the lexicon very powerfully in the last six months, Zoom. Yes. Most people, just that word, have a negative reaction at this point. 
part of that is that it is the language that we use in our own head, right? It's like, how often have you said to yourself or heard other people say, it's like, oh my God, not, other, not another Zoom meeting, or, or they start off a sentence with, I know everybody hates Zoom, but. <laughs> I don't mind Zoom now. I, I'm I love fine it. with it. Well, yeah. I think it all depends on the industry that you are that you work with. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am a social person. I hug. I like to go out. <laughs> I like to see people. So for me, it's been really, really stressful yeah, because uh, a lot of the clients, they now it's kind of better, but mm-hmm. at the beginning, was like, no, you cannot do in-person meetings and all all that not fun stuff. Yeah. And then it some things, you are not going to talk with someone about investment. He's not going to close a business to you. He never saw you. And then you are in a, inside of a box, talk to him about his future. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was really hard and it's still right. being hard. Right. I always give my clients the option. Do you want to do the meeting in person or online? And when we go in person, I always ask, should I keep my mask? Do you want me to take out my mask? You know, try to to respect all the the boundaries. But I want to go. I want to see people. And, you know, one of my big fights on our network group is when are we coming back? You know, I I understand some people are not ready. (laughs) So you guys can keep on Zoom, but I want to be back. I want to see people. So that was the the, the biggest struggle for me. But now... Uh, but can I, can I just say, stop yeah. you there real quick and ask you a question? Yeah. It's like, what, let's start with just one. It's like, what's one gift? What's one good thing that's come out of all of that for you? Well, was to see that there is other ways, mm-hmm. you know, even though it's not ideally, yeah. we can make it happen. Right. You know, we, we can make it happen. So that for me was, was positive. Right. And, you the, know? and the core of that is that that's part of your flexibility. Yeah. Right? That's part. You, so you're we need to your be flexible. And what about, what about now that we are more familiar with Zoom? Does that broaden your clientele base? Like, are you able to extend your services outside of just a drivable distance or? Kind of. Yes. But I'm still having a challenge, for example, when we talk about. 60 years old and 70 years old, they still want that contact. Oh, they still sure. want, you know, but for sure, for sure. Uh, I think but th- this will also open. potentially opens your, 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 like we think of people that are thinking investing in more the upper yeah. age ranges, but now we know that millennials, millennials and the younger generations, yeah. they're more into the texting and the zooming and stuff yes. like that. So you're maybe it's always, there. it's yeah. always. And again, it's to be able to, to shift the mindset mm-hmm. and say, okay, let's see what can be done. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that. Yeah. But Rob, um, mm-hmm. if people want to see the sabotage, the, if they want to mm-hmm. know what are the sabotage, is there a website? Is there a way for yes. them to do that? How that happens? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. The, so the saboteur assessment that Courtney mentioned, uh, is, you can do that. Uh, if you go to my website, equilibriumcoach.us or .us slash saboteur, S-A-B-A-T-E-U-R. So if you go to that website and uh, we'll, uh, I guess we're going to put that on the Yeah, we're going to put Alexander that on Alexander and Friends. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, we, so it'll be available there. Go ahead, take the assessment. And uh, if I can, can I make a quick offer? Yeah. Is that okay? Sure, yeah. please. So, of course. Um, it's the first five people that take that assessment, send me the email. I will get you enrolled in the six-week mental fitness program. Wow, that so sounds exciting. That's a, it's a, yeah, that's, if you go to the Positive Intelligence site, that's a $1,000 value I'll just give you because I wow. want to see people move forward. Well, come on down, ladies and gentlemen. This is a great opportunity. We love free. 
<laughs> yes, yes, yes. So let me, I have a question to ask you, and I want to, are you um, targeting some of the senior communities? You know, this is where our biggest problem is. Uh, and I tell you because I work a lot with the uh, Jewish community centers. Okay. And do you, I, the fear, the fear is so tremendous in the senior community. Okay. Uh, how how are you being able to maybe get into those communities? Mm-hmm. Do you work with senior centers, and right. have you have you approached any of the senior centers to have you uh, maybe uh, invite you to come in and work with them? I have not. Uh, it, that's not traditionally my uh, niche. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, if they would have me, I would love to because because my mission is really to just kind of uplift and and help people, especially now. You know, the holidays coming up and everything going on, what can happen with the well, holidays. So, yeah. When you're saying uplift, don't you think they need uplifting? Oh, to- yeah, totally. Because, totally. you know, we have, um, like Sandy, you know, we, we know some that right now they're so alone yeah. that something like this would be something very special for them. Yeah. I, I would love I would love to have, come in and uh, maybe give a quick talk and just have conversations yes, with people. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. If you, if you could help me open some doors there, I would love that. I'd love to do that. Yeah. yeah please. I think we can do that. Yeah. Well, Rob, thank you so much. Thank Again, you. Again, equilibriumcoach.us yes. slash slash saboteur. Saboteur. And we'll also post that on Alexander Friends. You can email us with more information at alexanderandfriends660 at gmail.com. We'll be right back. And now Alexandra and Friends presents Questions with the Sponsor. Here is Courtney with Roberto Perez of Miller Title. Roberto, what is title insurance? I'm glad you asked. Uh, Title insurance is what you would get as a guarantee that the transfer of your real estate transaction is clear. So it's kind of like the uh, insurance policy for that sale. To learn more about Miller Title and Roberto Perez, go to MillerTitleTX.com. You're listening to Alexander Prince 660 The Answer. This show is brought to you by Roberto Perez with Miller Title. And where is he today, by the way? Oh, God knows where he is. I think he's eating tamales. Ooh, tamales. Tamales, Ooh. tamales, tamales. So we're getting ready for the holidays. And what are we planning? Are we doing anything exciting for the holidays? Uh, well, I hope I'll be going to Brazil. I hope I'm going to be in Brazil. And I'm excited to put all this mindset uh, tips that Rob gave to us, and also uh, I want to do this test. You need to do the see. test; it's very interesting. Yeah, it, it's, she's she already have the answer about what's my saboteur. Uh, yeah, she wants me to do the I test. I know. Well, see, Tony, this well, is what good friends do. <laughs> you know that it's gonna but be. He just said that like they, mine. the judge too. So here we have the judge. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was reading the, the I was reading the seven sins of saboteur. So how many are they? He had okay, 10. ten. He had ten. ten. I was reading the seven sins. So, well, what are they? Ooh. Well, they are. Um, well, why should I tell you? I'm I going don't to take know. the test. <laughs> well, yeah, take the test, and then we can all what was yours? talk about it. What yes. was yours? Okay, there's something that that's on there about controlling, <laughs> controlling, and that was off the charts. Fear. I don't. I was no. I don't. I don't remember fear being one of the. Okay. I don't know. I would need to pull it up and take a look. Well, I was looking at the uh, at the actual saboteur um, 
Yeah, I know it's a little bit different, different but it's, for everybody. It's but very I interesting. Thought it, I thought he was awesome, and I really would like to for us to take the test. And actually, I'd like to see our producer take the test. Ooh. Then we can know what we can and cannot do with him. Well, I think we need to be careful again with our I producer because the last one. Yeah, we don't is he listening? Yeah, no, he I don't is. Think so. he, <gasps> oh don't look gosh. at him. He's giving you that look. That dirty look. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Courtney, I think that was a great guest. Thank and you. I, and you just bring amazing guests. I can't wait to see who's going to be our next guest. Oh, that's the three surprise. of us together who were dangerous. We are. So if you go out of uh, to Brazil, mm-hmm. I guess Courtney and I need to find someone to fill in this chair. Yeah, but so. they need to be careful with that because you guys may find someone that good and then I'm going to get fired. <laughs> Never. We are. Oh, I have to tell you, uh, there, I, I'm, my husband had, had this little uh, Christmas card from Russia, had three ladies, three babushkas on there, and they were kind of chubby. And you know, kind of had a little bit. They were with a little scarf. And Bill said, "I think you ought to use this logo for your show." <laughs> Whoa! Let me have a little conversation uh-huh. with Mr. Bill. I think so, somebody's about to get the increase on their I know. house so insurance. I said, "Huh? I'm, if I take it, I think they're going to uh, tell me that you suck." <laughs> Listen, I pulled up my my results, and okay. it from top to bottom controller. These are the things I am. Controller mm-hmm. is the number one. Hyperachiever. Hypervigilant. That's like you sense situations. And I, I try to be a police officer. This is like my wow. thing. Like I don't cower in the corner. I'm the person that's out front with the bat, you know? Hyperrational. Totally me. Uh, stickler. Restless. Victim was low. Pleaser was low. And avoider was low. So. What is. What's. Stickler means. That means that you stick to what you want to do and how you do it. Well, and I think it's just you do things the right way. You know, you're just a stickler for having it done the, the right way. Well, and we're talking about the right way might be right way for you, for you. but it might be for different for B or for me, right? Like I like to think I'm by the book. You're by the book. I do. I uh, Me too. I just feel In like that times. if you're not by the book, it comes back to you, you know? Mm-hmm. That, that, that is true. true. Yes, yes, yes. Alexandra, yes. uh Last week, you asked us a question, and that generated a lot of questions in the background because at the end of the day, is Nazareth part of Israel or Palestine? I think my question was, is Nazareth in Israel or Palestine? So that is the question. And if you, and I want to tell you, this is funny because a lot of people do not... It, 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 because of the divide in Israel, they really don't understand where Nazareth is. But most, if you are Christian, that's a very important uh, city for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, for us, it's in Israel. But so, can you tell me where it is? How about you, Corny? No idea. How about you, V? I'm seeing the answer here, so it's oh, not fair. Oh, I see. Well, Nazareth is in the country of Israel. It's not in Palestine. It's in Israel. And it is a very um, wonderful city, and it is a very Christian community area also because of, I guess, that's where Jesus was raised. So um, I thought that was a good uh, question for the holidays since Christmas is going to be here. Mm-hmm. And um, I just enjoy kind of putting people to think. And what's the question for the next week? Well, I thought for the next week I, I wanted to um, do a little bit of uh, geography. Ooh. So um, I wanted to uh, see if anybody knew, is England on the Pacific or the Atlantic? 
which uh, which I ocean? feel like this is easy. Oh, I don't know. Then I'm not going to guess. So when you go to England, do you go the if you are on a ship, do you go in the Pacific or in the Atlantic Ocean? And I want to see how many people know that answer. Would it make a difference where you left from? Uh, well, I'm in the United States, so I'm gonna live from the U.S. So either way, it's, you're gonna it's the same ocean. Hmm. Well, anyways, we'll get back to that because I don't now I'm confused. <laughs> I'm from Boston, see. so I know how to get there. <laughs> I, I I went there before, but let's talk. I know we were gonna talk about like traditions. Yes. So a big tradition for us, and I don't even know if we've talked about this before, No, the Christmas Eve boxes. Uh, oh, I think no. we maybe, we didn't touch upon this no. in another show. The, I look forward to this, and I'm so happy my kids, um, I've got lots of kids, and I've got the two younger ones that would typically travel to their dads out of state, and because of COVID, unfortunately, they're not going to be able to go, which that stinks in itself, but I'm happy that I get another year with them to participate in our traditions. And so we do Christmas Eve boxes, and everybody gets one. Um, even our visitors that come to our home and they've got scratch off tickets and jammies and popcorn and hot chocolate Mm. and a gift card to your favorite store and just little trinkets. And last year I know we had uh, V and her husband and Fred over. And we also had a coworker of mine that doesn't have any local family. And then my Mr. Jim, Mr. Jim is my 85 year old neighbor. And I guess a really great thing that came from COVID is that he and I became uh, fast friends and we would walk every day together. Um, and I think that that just has kept him, uh, alive. I, I I don't ever want to say that, but just hearing the thankfulness and him thanking me when we get the chance to go out and spend 45 minutes and just talking and, and he looks forward to that. And when somebody tells you that if they didn't wake up tomorrow, it, it doesn't make a difference. Mm -hmm. And to know that he's got something to look forward to, that makes my heart happy. And, and I'm I'm grateful for for him. And so anyways, he was over last year and he got a little gift. I don't think that that's common for him. You know, like I said, he doesn't have a lot of close family Good around. Plan. Yeah. And so I'm excited that we get to do that again this year. So if you don't go to Brazil, please come. Alexandra, you and Bill, if you don't have anything to Thank do, you. please come. Thank we just you. we do kind of a smorgasbord cheese. Wow. I can't pronounce it because, you know, I can't pronounce anything. But what do you call it? Chetakuri? Shark. Chetakuri. I just say cheese board. Appetizers. Yes. Well, this year I'm going to do a dessert board with it. And it's going to have all sorts of stuff on there for dessert. So I'm excited. So hopefully you guys can make it. Oh, great. Can we do our show from there and our our producer can come? Oh, I don't. Sure. Mike, you can definitely come. But Mm. that's going to be chaotic. And now people get mad because Bill calls chubby babushka yeah she's doing a dessert board and then we're gonna be called well, chubby so, so what i'm gonna bring up is a little bit of uh i i this is the time of the year especially for the christmas holidays please don't forget our military uh around the world it is very important our veterans our military our active military if you can contribute anything contribute to the uso our uso um is one of the most wonderful organizations because they get items to our our military in service throughout the the world. So if you can please uh do so. Uh, also remember you have uh veteran uh, you have the marines have the uh toys for, for tots uh all these items that are military. Also for our prisoners I understand that there's a tremendous amount of prisoners. There's children, there's some angel trees are going around the city of Dallas. So remember, it's not about Christmas or Hanukkah, but it is about all of us together. And this year is really, really important to just reach out to somebody that you know. 
Well, and this time of the year, not easy either because some people, they have lost someone, lost their jobs or, you know, we know that usually holidays, for me, holidays are always amazing. Once we moved to United States, got a little bit, yeah, because a lot of times we cannot be with our families and that for us was a big tradition. It's still a big tradition. Everybody goes to my mom's house and we do a big um, Christmas Eve dinner. Usually we have our, around 50 people. For, oh, wow. Yeah, it's it's huge. And we do the Secret Santa and all that stuff. So for us, it's always hard holidays, but I love holidays and I think that's really special. So if you are feeling alone, do not be yourself. Do not be alone by yourself. Reach out to us. Reach out to us. Yes. Go to talk with a church. There is so many churches doing a lot of amazing things. Or if you don't know what to do during Christmas, there is amazing organizations that need your help. Go serve someone. Go be with someone. You know, do not stay home looking at the TV and to the ceiling and think about bad things. There is a lot of good things happening outside. So do not be alone. Do not be alone. Go serve. Because when we give, when we give whatever we have to someone, that brings peace and brings joy to our lives. Very Remember, awesome. Hanukkah starts the eve of December the tenth through the eighteenth. So if you want to send some little gifts over here, light your menorah, and uh, I'm I love Hanukkah. It's time of fun and light. So a Christmas uh, is on the twenty fourth yes. of December. 25th. Christmas Eve. Oh, 25th Christmas. of December. Yeah. Oh, I thought Hanukkah and Christmas was on the same day. No, they Sometimes they, they, they Sometimes they count, but usually we have two months. It's either November or December. Sometimes it comes right a bit, or Thanksgiving or on the Christmas or in between. So I think oh. there's been one year in, in the last three, four years ago that we were in the same days as Christmas. Oh, so, okay. But it's a great fun. So the menorah is our, our biggest centerpiece, and we start lighting our candles on the eve of uh, December the 10th. Courtney, our Facebook page, our email, how people can find us. Alexander and Friends on Facebook. Our email, alexanderandfriends660 at gmail.com. We're going to post Rob Rell's equilibrium coaching information on there. And anybody has any questions, please email us. Shoot us a message on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget, if you need any of our guests, if you want to know about our guests, let us know, and we'll be connecting you with them and uh, treat them like like it was us. Well, and you start the show talking about sponsorship. How about you close oh. the show talking about the sponsorship? Yes, yes. <laughs> we we need uh, we'd love to have you sponsor our show or buy some of the ads for our show. The more we do that, then we can move. Uh, you know, we can be here for long term. Because I know you like our show because I can see it on Facebook. <laughs> and we are outstanding anyway. We're great. We're great. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. Alexander, wrap it up for us. Okay. Well, thank you again. Don't forget our veterans throughout our, and our military throughout this holidays. And we want to thank our uh, wonderful uh, producer, Michael. And thank you, Corey and V and myself. We appreciate you very much. And we see you next time. This is Alexander Friends 660 The Answer. Our show is sponsored by Miller Title, Roberto Perez, Texas. You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, your weekend fill of all topics that matter to you. Join us again next week at this same time for Alexandra and Friends on 660 AM, The Answer.